We're your hosts. I'm Faith. And I'm Dub. And this is Red Flags, a podcast where we discuss red flags and how they relate to us culturally, socially, and personally. This is our fourth episode of our finals week special. Number quattro. Si. Mucho. Um, that concludes two semesters of Spanish knowledge right there. What's our topic today, Dominic? Horror movies. My favorite kind of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, the only movie that's scarier than your life. My life isn't that scary, but go off, I guess. Sorry. Tried to make, I tried to make a funny. Trigger warning, probably, for this episode. Yeah, maybe. There's discussion of very uh, gross things. <laughs> um, there is... Sorry, I'm only laughing because we're making this retroactive. Yeah. Um, there is discussion of rape, um, eating human excrement, uh, assault... Um, basically the most disturbing things you can think of happening in a movie. Like we're you said, pedophilia, necrophilia. Yeah, we're not going into any details at all. Just stating that this stuff happens. So just fair warning. Um, so I have... S- okay, sorry. So I have several like horror movie red flags up. All right. Um, Let's fire away, shall we, bestie? Fun fact also. There's actually a movie called Red Flags. <laughs> <laughs> that is a horror movie. I think we have to watch it. And they made a sequel to it. I've never seen it, but I found it while looking up stuff for this episode. So. I guess you could call it a red flag. Do you want me to read you the synopsis? Sure. Okay, so <laughs> the synopsis for Red Flags, the movie, is Christine French becomes deeply in love with a man only to discover that he may be a serial killer. She must look closer as the man she calls husband, but will what she finds destroy her white picket fence? This movie came out in 2022. What are the reviews looking like? Um, so on IMDb, uh, it, got, it has a 3.4 out of 10. Ugh. So not good. No. And apparently there is a sequel. Ope. Yes, there is a sequel. The uh, sequel is not out yet, it seems. Oh, no, it is. Is it? Yes, it is. Red Flags 2 came out this year, and the description for this is, FBI agents are close on Max's trail as he searches into his past to find out the route to his thirst for blood. Interesting. I'm going to kind of watch these movies, but they also kind of look trash. Not going to lie to you. The uh, IMDb rating for Red Flags 2 is 3.5. Oh, at least they're consistent. Slightly better, you know? (laughs) They're on the upswing. They are consistent. Maybe they'll break five stars on number three. I also found a Reddit post on r slash horror. Rawr, if you will. What? R slash horror. Rawr. XD. Sorry. So the question um, is, are there any horror movies you'd consider a red flag? Um, it. I was... <laughs> Stop. I was thinking of that TikTok trend where the guy goes on a date and she says her favorite film is The Human Centipede and he thinks it's a red flag. Um, is there any movies you think are a red flag for someone to like? For me, I've never met anyone too great who liked uh, Salo or 128 Days of Sodom. Wait, wait. So- what is it called? Sodom? Yeah. The Oh, sorry. 120 Days of Sodom. That's it. Not 128. I don't know where I got the eight from. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So first of all, I'm a horror movie watcher quite often. Quite often. You have quite the affinity. Um, my favorite horror movie is probably the newest It movies. 
I also like the first Saw, which is very good. Well, you have Thanksgiving. Oh my god, oh. there's this horror movie that came out like last month called Thanksgiving. Absolutely love it. It's it's pretty fun. It's phenomenal. It's made by horror legend Eli Roth, who is amazing at gore. But anyways, that's not the point. Um, Patrick Dempsey eats. First of all, yeah, so true. No crumbs. None. None. Zero. Maybe his accent, but like no crumbs. <laughs> Yo, at the end, he does. The accent kind of gives out a little um, bit when he is screaming. For context, the movie takes place in like Massachusetts. Boston. And he has he has like a heavy Boston accent. It's great. Um, wonderful movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, Human Centipede, if somebody told me that was their favorite film or favorite horror film, definite red flag. From what I, I've never seen it, but Do you I know, know the what plot. the plot. Yeah. Yeah. From the plot alone, you can guess that it's red flag. Yeah. Like, so when people to each other's buttholes, like mm-hmm. that's that's an odd movie. And I've like seen... for it to be your favorite movie, I'm also imagining that you are watching this semi regularly. Or at least more than once. Yeah. Like I haven't even watched it once and I know. Yeah, I've watched yeah. it's a I don't know if you know that there's three movies. There's three human centipede movies. How many people are you so into assholes okay do you want me to give you context here's some context for so i also enjoy watching film reviews especially of horror movies that i would never watch like human centipede like human centipede because it is disgusting to me Mm -hmm. like the idea of it so i'll watch people review it and go over the gory details without actually having to witness it so the first human centipede is like this messed up surgeon sews three people together the second movie is, um, it's kind of meta. It So in that universe of the second movie, the first movie is just a movie. Right? So the human centipede is a movie in okay. this universe. And this guy watches it and has the idea to sew people together. So he goes on a killing spree and sews like 20 people together. Just some crazy dude. The third one, in the third one, both one and two are also movies. And from these movies, these two, like, prison wardens get the idea to sew all of the prisoners together as a punishment. And they succeed. So basically, each movie is just sewing more and more people together. What? Yeah. So, so, so again, I, I, now I just have a question. Mm-hmm. How do you make a Like, this doesn't sound very cinematic. Or is it, like, torture porny? I'm assuming. I've never seen it. Keep yeah, that in mind. But um, like, I, I know that you said that you've watched the, the reviews. So I'm, I, anyway. They this all is have so their own topic. like cinematic. It's not that they're not cinematic. Cinem- it's not that they're not cinematic. It's just a matter of like, it's so gross. Who would want to watch that? Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with, I don't know if you ever heard of uh, Salo or 120 Days of Sodom. No. But it is a messed up movie. Like, most of these movies where we say messed up, there's like rape, brutal assaults. Um, oh. Like obviously in Human Centipede, they quite literally eat each other's human excre- excrement. Like it's disgusting. It's stuff like that. Like um, like it's just downright grotesque. So let me read you um, what Salo is. Um, Have you heard of both of these before? Yes. I have watched reviews on both of these before. Okay. Because I enjoy looking up like what the most messed up horror movies are 
and learning about them so I can avoid them. <laughs> yeah. So this movie came out in 1975. Um, and the description is, a group of fascists round up nine adolescent boys and girls and subject them to 100 day, 120 days of physical, mental, and sexual torture. What? Mm-hmm. This is Solo? Yeah. Wh- it's based off of a book. Okay. That... And that answers one and gives me like four more questions. What are your questions? Okay, my first question was, who the fuck thought of this? And then you told me it was based on a book. So, what's the name of the book? And like, 120 Days of Sodom. Oh, it's this, okay. Yeah. Um, it's an adaptation of the novel, so it's not. It's it's very loose adaptation, and it was written by like the the actual film was written by. Uh, Pier Paolo Pasolini. Um, and also it takes place during World War II. And it's it's really messed up. Yeah, this sounds pretty icky. If someone told me that this was their favorite movie, not only is it a red flag, like, I don't know if like, you're all right, pal. Once again, in this one, they make people eat feces. I don't know what is up with this like horror trope with really disturbing horror movies where they're like, oh, yeah, we'll make people eat literal poop. But like, it's disgusting. Yeah. Um, at that point, you're looking for the shock factor. You're not looking to make a movie. No. Um, you're just you're quite literally throwing shit at a wall. So the most disturbing horror film that I've ever heard of is a Serbian film. I've heard of a Serbian film. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what it's about? Only roughly. Only so, roughly. Basically, there's this guy in the adult film industry, and he's about to quit, but then he gets like this final offer, and he decides to take it. But then it's really messed up because they have like children involved, so they're like not only beating children, but they're also raping children, and like they show it in the movie multiple times. It's it's really bad. It's a really horrible movie. Like, let me let me read you the description. I knew it had like child rape, but I didn't know that that was the context of it. Yep, that's it, that's all I knew coming into this. Okay. An aging adult film star agrees to participate in an art film in order to make a clean break from the business, only to discover that he has been drafted into making a pedophilia and necrophilia themed snuff film. What? Yeah. And necrophilia. Yeah. Oh yeah. Several questions. There's also incest in the movie. Uh, is does this even count as a horror movie? This is just like awful. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be like an exploitation film, and like the reason it was made was like, um, the guy literally said like he kind of just wanted to make a really disturbing movie. So he did it. But that's another one where if somebody was like, oh, that's my favorite movie. Red flag. Run away. Yeah. Like bro. I've never I've never even met anyone who's watched it. Just like videos about it. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's a red flag in and of itself if you've watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like it's one thing if you watched it. Well, no, like at a certain point, it's one thing if you were like out of curiosity, you're like, oh, this isn't that bad. And you start it and you get to a certain point. And you're like, I can't. Yeah. But if you can watch through like if you can watch through that whole movie and be OK 
what is wrong with you? Yeah, there's like several multi- questions. Like, yes, it's a movie. It's not real. But multiple, ch- ch- like the assault of multiple children, children. Is, it would is get shown. me the first time. Mm-hmm. And it happens multiple times. Yeah. Like, um, well, we definitely got right into it early. Yeah. Yeah. There are some disturbing movies out there. There's one uh, called, what is that horror movie? August Underground. It is a film trilogy. And each movie is meant to look like an actual snuff film. Do you know what a snuff film is? No. When somebody gets murdered on camera. Like a, a videotaping of like, like snuff films or videotapings of like criminal acts on camera. So there was and, somebody and- who made three films purposely trying to make them look like real snuff films. So, so uh, again, a question hmm. for the uncultured. Yes. So the the fact that this is like a subgenre of 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 like faux snuff films? Yeah. Yeah. You mean to tell me there is a market for faux snuff films? Yes. That's crazy as shit. Yeah. Um I am learning so much today that I did not think I would learn when I showed up for work this morning. Um literally uh I have a list after this of like snuff, like a list of fake snuff films, like horror movie, horror movies that were so realistic that people thought like people were actually dying. Yeah. Um, but back to the Reddit. Our snuff, snuff films have to be illegal, right? Like actual like snuff real films. ones. I mean, I've never seen a real one, but I'm sure they exist because people are messed up. Yeah. But yeah, real snuff films are illegal, obviously, because it's because like they murder. show homicide. Yeah. Um. And people took such a disturbing content and turned it real. I think it's one thing if it's a fake snuff film and it's like, because like even a fake snuff fil- film implies found footage or like some type of movie like that. And there's a, there's a, there's a fragile line you have to walk there because like if you're sh- creating a movie where it's supposed to look like a snuff film, but you don't really show all the bad details. That's yeah. one thing. But these movies are like, distur- like they show things that nobody would ever want to see, even if it's a movie. Or that I hope nobody would ever want to see. This is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so back to the Reddit post. Yeah. Uh, one of the ones that somebody said was like a red flag was the Terrifier movies. Have you heard of those? No. There's this like clown mime looking guy. Let me show you. He looks like this. He looks like a mime or a clown. Or oh, like, I've seen the. the he's freaky looking. For, yeah. Um, and it comes off like this whole like clown horror genre yeah subgenre whatever um i've never watched the terrifier movies there's two right now there's another one coming out next year i think and i assume these are like normal horror movies i mean vaguely normal they're pretty they're pretty gory and graphic in like the gore section apparently in the second movie at the end like somebody like kind of gives birth and you see it oh but like yeah i've only ever seen a review on the first movie and based on the first movie alone i know i would never want to watch it because um there i don't know if you've ever heard of there was this form of medieval torture where people used to take women and from genitals down like they hang them upside down from genitals down cut them in half with a saw yeah that happens in the movie the clown takes a saw and saws a woman in half from her genitals down okay um and personally, I don't want to see that. No, I think I'm good. <laughs> so, like, 
like terrifier for me is on the on it's just past that line like it just crosses the line of something i would not want to watch um and i've never met anyone who's actually enjoyed or watched the terrifier movies but personally i think it would be a red flag yeah however i don't totally know the movie enough to 100 say that you know because it's not as disturbing as some of the ones we've already talked about um but yeah it's it's yeah uh the not the next one is the house that jack built um i've heard of this one i've heard of this one i started watching it uh i got 10 minutes in i was watching it with my roommate izzy so izzy and i started it and uh it's not that it was like the first few minutes it, it was slow and izzy didn't want to finish it so i was like okay that's fine but it's about this guy who he's a serial killer and like i think at some point he puts the bodies on top of each other in like the shape of a house i don't know not 100 percent sure what it means um but apparently like a lot of people are like you see a little lot of like dead bodies and bodies like cut up so i can understand why that might be disturbing however i don't have my own personal uh personal opinions on here it says if someone says a serbian film is their fave i'm not gonna want a second date literally if they say they i think i'd leave the first date like it's one thing if they're like oh yeah i started that movie and i couldn't watch it that's one thing but if they're like oh yeah i've watched that movie all the way through why why like at that point how how not not why but how these are nasty um, somebody said, my ex made me watch this on our first date, talking about the Serbian film. Uh, it was his litmus test. Needless to say, I should have run. Edit. It's not that it's unwatchable. It should be, but it's the implications of the person and what they're setting you up for. How far will you go to prove you'll stand by your man, etc.? And then somebody said, showing a Serbian film to someone you barely know is actually the biggest red flag I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, so- she does make a point, though. Like outside of the fact that this is an unwatchable movie also yeah why is that your test of whether or not you can date someone yeah that's a little odd that in of itself yeah so many red flags associated i think that we could say a serbian film is a certified red red flag flag. somebody said uh this is hard for me it's going to depend on the reason why they like it slash how they understand the movie um, like someone saying that American Psycho is one of their favorite black comedies and sees it as a satire on the 80s and American masculinity is fine. Someone telling me how cool Patrick Bateman in is is a red flag. I agree. Like the joke that he's like a Sigma male and he's so cool. That's one thing. But, but Faith, you, he's just... No. No, he's just like you. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. You just watched American Psycho. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I think it was a good commentary. And, mm-hmm. like, there were some moments that just had me laughing, which I didn't think was going to be a thing. Like, when, um, spoilers, if you've never seen American Psycho. Uh, I'm gonna, I think I, I know I'm, what you're about to I'm say. I'm not going to spoil it completely. But when he's, like, he turns on the music, and then he's about to murder this dude, and he just starts dancing like a weirdo. Um, my dad and I still do, we'll do that joke to each other. I The first time I watched American Psycho was with my dad. Mm-hmm. And we'll make that joke, uh, like, about Christian Bale just dancing. It, it's, it's funny. It's so weird. And I will say, like, incredible acting. I knew Christian Bale was a good actor. Interesting person. Good actor, though. Like, really good actor. I knew that. But, like, wow. Wow. He's one of my personal favorite actors. He was really good. He was really good. Which, um, 
I mean, I shouldn't say personal favorite, but he's one of the. Why not? He he's a really good actor. He's he one he of commits the best actors when he commits. I've ever seen when he commits, he commits. He's insane. Um, I think actually, maybe. I talked about this before. Maybe the Terminator the the Terminator three rant that he went on. Oh yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Funniest shit I've ever heard crazy. in my life. Um, somebody else said sometimes it's fun to watch a dude or a lady see kill bill dismember a bunch of people with grace and style but they're explicitly characters incapable of empathy if you find that relatable how much more of a red flag can that be i would say it also depends on why you're watching a film or like why you like it Mm -hmm. however there's i can't find a single reason to watch like really disturbing films like that yeah or why you would like it like i some movies are just disturbing to be disturbing for the shock factor. Like the ones that we talked about earlier. Yeah, which is gross. Um, speaking of, switching over to a different article. Um, well, wait, can I just say something? Yeah. What? So, this, this is like a, a question. Do you like psychological horror movies? Or yeah. do you prefer like the the stabby, scary, jump scare horror um, movies? I like to say my favorite is probably supernatural horror movies. Mm-hmm. Like where it's some other force entirely. Like it. Like it. Or like, I don't know, actually. Now that I say that, I'm thinking like Saw is a stabby one, kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like all kinds of horror films, really. Like not really bad ones, but like um, for the most part, as long as I know it's not like a horrible film, um, I'll watch. I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like an American Psycho what what animal didn't he kill a dog didn't he like stomp yeah he killed the uh dog. yeah another, and he shot the cat another spoiler um yeah but they like showed him stomping on a dog's head not a real dog obviously but that got me like brutal death of animals that don't deserve it gets me mm-hmm. like that makes me think of um megan Spoiler for me. Oh my god, that movie was so fucking good. So actually, I'm just gonna say if we talk about a movie, probably spoilers. Just there. yeah, just laying it out there. Um, uh, but small spoilers, small spoilers, not mm. like intense spoilers. There's a dog in the movie Megan, and the dog is awful, like a mean, mean dog. And Megan kills the dog. Justifies my fear of dogs yeah. personally. Megan, Megan kills the dog, and in that case, like that dog hurt a little girl, and on that point, I'm on Megan's side. Not that I think an animal should die for that but like that's what happened and it was less disturbing because there was a reason yeah pa- watching patrick bateman just head stomp a dog for no reason and it was Ooh. like a poor homeless guy's dog yeah too. that that got to me for a minute like did you see me cover my eyes mm-hmm. when i saw the cat part i was so no i can't do animal death either i just can't <laughs> what was that one movie that we watched with jesse eisenberg and um vivarium vivarium that was one of the best movies i've ever seen it was so cool if i'm not gonna spoil anything for vivarium if you have not seen it go watch it it's on netflix not to be a walking ad but it's the best psychological horror movie i've ever seen yeah it's really good and like i have since then i have strived to find a movie like it and i can't it's one of a kind it's i yeah i've never seen anything quite like it 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 messed with my mind like in a good way like in a way that i want to film to mess with my mind Mm -hmm. um because you didn't really know what was gonna happen next at no point did i know what was gonna happen at no point i'll say the other one that had me at no point did i know and for context most of the horror movies i watch have been because (laughs) of faith 
Yeah. Um, barbarian. Barbarian. Yes, I have an article on it. Oh, I have an article on it for later. Yeah. Um, but Barbarian is a really good film, and at no point did I know it was no. gonna happen. Titty bitch. Literally, there. <laughs> Barbarian is a very good film. Um, it has some great actors in it. I love yeah. Justin Long in anything, especially horror films. I just love Justin Long, mm-hmm. and he plays the worst guy. Oh, but I yeah. still love him so much. <laughs> Moving. But Faith and I very much enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. It was so good. I have now shown it to multiple people because I liked it so much. Yeah. Um, but because we were talking about like fake snuff films, I found an article from allthatsinteresting.com called Eight Horror Movies So Disturbing That Audiences Thought They Were Snuff Films. Oh, okay. I know, right? Here we go. Um, so the first one, have you ever heard of a little movie called Cannibal Holocaust? No. Oh, boy. Okay, okay. I'm in for, for something. It was like, a lot of people consider it to be one of the, like, the real first found footage films. Okay. It's made in 1980. Um, and it's basically about this group of researchers that go. And like by found footage, you mean like Blair Witch style kind of. Yeah, kinda yeah. Like okay. before Blair Witch even came out. Yeah. So like found footage, for those who don't know, is like a horror style where it's like a video that people have found that like shows the experiences of somebody who originally filmed that video mm-hmm. um thus found footage um and the found footage in this film is researchers going out and i don't remember where they go exactly um they go out to some jungle and there's like um natives there uh-huh. um however they always like in movies like this it's a it's a trope in the horror genre that i really don't like like movies like Cannibal Holocaust and uh, Green Inferno, uh, which are both about like people find these native tribes and the tribes are like um, crazy. Like they're cannibalistic. They like perform torture and mutilation on people. Like it's, 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 it's awful. I didn't know that was a a trope. Yeah. And so at the end of Cannibal Holocaust, uh, the researchers all die. And the director of the movie, the creator of this movie, told them to, like, stay out of the limelight for, like, a year. Wait, this wait, guy. What do you mean? Like, like had them disappear for a year. Like, the actors. Like. Wh- whoa. Whoa. Um, so everybody thought they were actually dead. They thought the film was real and that they were actually dead. That's insane. And they, like, literally took him to court over it. They were going to get him on, like. They they tried to get him on like attempted murder or something like that. So like the yeah so like yeah. the movie came out and everyone thought that everyone for like a year thought they actually died. Um, that's nuts. Yeah, but it's like they, that's committing to the bit right there. Is it so? Because he it, also didn't come out and say that this was like all fake. Mm-hmm. He when he, this movie came out, people thought it was real because found footage films were not a thing that were really made before this yeah so is this so question mm-hmm. is this one of those ones so where it's like is it like a bad movie i've never watched it and i don't want to just because like can you see this photo no. so i'm showing um dom a photo of a tribal woman stuck oh. on a pole with the pole going um through her body and coming out of her mouth yeah yeah so people saw this and thought it was real Okay, um, that 
is fucked. Yeah. Um, That's fucked. So it was actually filmed in Colombia. Like it was actually filmed where the movie took place. And they used real indigenous tribes. So like part of this movie like was kind of real in that sense. Like it was filmed Mm -hmm. on location with real indigenous people. So like the audience's thinking this was real was not a stretch, you know? Mm -hmm. And especially if the guys had saying anything about it either. Um, Yeah, he was actually arrested after the premiere. Oh. Yeah, like it was bad. Um, But the, the, the animal deaths in the movie are real, which was another big like point of contention yeah i can imagine why because i think they like they, they killed multiple animals for real and, and i think at this point like PETA or whatever well at this point like, there animal weren't rights weren't a thing there, yeah and there weren't laws against killing animals in movies because it yeah it, it was the 80s like <laughs> here it is it was only 10 days after the premiere in in milan that authorities had the film reels seized and placed uh director diodato under arrest while he was charged with obscenity that would be the least of his problems after the 1981 premiere in france as it turned out um he had dug an even deeper hole for himself in search of realism um the director had forced any actor whose character died on screen to stay out of the spotlight to let interview requests go unanswered for at least one year after the premiere he was successful in this campaign so much that he was charged with murder in italy Oh, That's insane. oh, wait, I was wrong. Ominously, not even while in court did the actors say a peep. After a year, they came back and said they were alive. That's crazy yeah. shit. So, like, I've never seen it. Um, and personally, I think anybody who says that, that is their favorite movie purely content-wise, crazy. That's an Red flag. Yeah. But if they're, if they're like, oh, this is my favorite movie because of the controversy that surrounded it or other reasons, I could understand. I understand. <laughs> but like I, I personally don't get it you know yeah that's odd um number two is the Blair Witch Project when this came out audiences also thought this movie was so it fucking was a wild. real snuff film um yo so this movie for those who haven't seen it is about like these these people go camping film a video and they're like they come into crew with some like uh some ancient witch who yeah, has like become some, like a bad legend in the area like a supernatural being um but people thought it was real at the time especially because they would like uh the, the marketing would they would like post missing posters of the actors and uh stuff like that yeah um uh however i will say it's not a disturbing movie um, like there are moments because it's it's a horror movie. It's gonna yeah. be scary, but it's not disturbing. No. And personally, I think it's a really good horror film, and a very good example of what found footage is without getting too disturbing with it. Because mm-hmm. um, you don't see the like witch. this movie. Like obviously the topics are different, but this movie is everything Cannibal Holocaust wishes it was. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, because you yeah you never see the witch. You never know if, the, like, there's actually something after them or if they kind of just drive themselves insane. And, like, that was the other crazy part is that, like, you watch them slowly go insane, too. So it, it that was the part that was wild. I, I'm sorry. I really like the movie. Yeah. Okay, this next one I have never heard of, so we're going to have to read a little bit about it. Okay. A little reading time. A lizard in a woman's skin. No way they made a film about lizard people. I, I guess. Um... It is called an operatic slasher, so I guess like a like a medical horror movie mm-hmm. or like some kind of scientific. Like 
Um, filmed and set in London, England, a lizard in a woman's skin revolves around the daughter of a politician experiencing a series of nightmares. Initially quite psychedelic and sexual, they turn ugly when she dreams of murdering her neighbor and awakens to discover that he was stabbed to death overnight. The movie depicted a terribly realistic scene involving six dogs that had been ripped open. Yeah, I would not have been able to watch that. Six dogs being ripped open. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, there's a picture. There's a picture. I wasn't ready for the picture. Okay, they look really fake, though. Like, that is not, that looks like a coyote. Yeah. Um. Apparently, they were taken to court over it because they thought they were real dogs, though, even though those don't look like real dogs. No. And they had to present the mechanical dogs. What is this movie from? It is from 1971. Okay. This is an oldie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so apparently the guy who created the dogs, uh, Carlo Rampaldi, is the same guy who created the E.T. puppet. Oh. That's kind of cool. But um, what a, what a drastic line of work that you have. But apparently, you. I guess that's the only part that really got to people where the, they, like, they thought animals were being abused, like mm-hmm. real animals. Um, but... I don't really want to watch a movie that's about operating on animals, period. So, like, yeah. I wouldn't watch it, but I cannot denote if this is a red flag or not. Yeah. Um, The next one is Faces of Death. Once again, have not heard of this. When Faces of Death was released in theaters in November 1978, moviegoers and censors didn't know what to make of it. Inspired by the pseudo-documentary films of the Mondo horror subgenre, it had fake pathologist Francis B. Gross present the viewer with footage of animal killings, accident, and murder scenes. It has been called an extreme film. It went underground, and a lot of people were buying it. Um... With a skull and numerous warnings about its content on the cover, the film had the fictionalized pathologist present various ways to die. Director John Allen Schwartz had approached news stations to buy footage that had been too gruesome for them to use, film fictional scenes himself, even one that included a corpse. Um, This is an interesting story. Schwartz edited two dogs playing to make it look like they were killing each other. He used wet cauliflower to depict monkey brains being eaten on screen. Um... Faces of Death seems so real that it was banned in 46 countries, with many still convinced it was real. Interesting. Um, It sounds disturbing. Yeah. Very interesting. I, I like that all of these are like older movies, though. Mm-hmm. Like pre-2000s so far. I mean, the oldest one that we have is the 80s. Give me big... No, the, the earliest one was uh, 1971. No, the one was the 80s. 1980. The latest? Yeah. Blair Witch was the latest. It was 1990-something. Oh, wait. Yeah, I forgot about Blair Witch. Um, so this movie is Guinea Pig 2, Flower of Flesh and Blood. Wait, Once what again. the fuck is that picture? I don't know. Once again, I have never... Uh, I n- see. I've never heard of it. The picture in question that Dom is talking about uh, is a picture of a guy dressed in a samurai outfit with blood splattered beside him. But yeah, I've, n- I've never heard of this movie before. Yeah, never. Um, while most moviegoers have never even heard of Guinea Pig 2, Flower of Flesh and Bl- Blood from 1985, actor Charlie Sheen felt that law enforcement needed to watch it. A massive Hollywood star at the time, Sheen contacted the FBI in 1991 and informed them that he had just seen a snuff film. Directed what? By- yeah, directed by 
Haida Shihino, the Japanese horror film is nothing of the sort. Released by the same distribution company that made Faces of Death so popular in Japan, the film is one in a series of five shorts based on Hina's own manga comics. Its depictions of murder, torture, and mutilation, however, were highly realistic. It's unclear what state Sheen was in when he watched the mysterious VHS tape. What became history, however, is him watching the dramatized depiction of a mad samurai dismembering a helpless woman, and then calling the FBI to bring the man and filmmakers to justice. Remarkably, the feds actually launched an investigation. Interesting. Okay. Would not have imagined that that is how a scandal started with Charlie Sheen. Yeah, that was that was interesting. Um... This one looks more recent. Oh, finally, one past the 2000s. New Terminal Hotel. Once again, never heard of it. When police chief J.R. Blythe entered the hotel room, he was met by the most gruesome murder scene he had ever seen in 35 years on the force. The room was covered, floor to ceiling, in blood, and a human scalp lay on the bed. The scene in question occurred at the George Washington Hotel in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It was November 14th, 2010, when local firefighters who were called to put out a blaze on the fourth floor noted their surroundings in room 405. Hotel owner Kirk Pyros, meanwhile, knew the truth and was delighted at the confusion. Firefighters were getting everybody out safely and alive, he said. No one got hurt in the fire. It was accidental. Then about an hour and a half into it, the coroner said they found a crime scene. He said there is a scalp. There's blood all over the walls, written in all kinds of languages. So Pyros realized what room precisely they had discovered. As it turned out, it was the room director BC-14 had recently used to film the Corey Haim horror vehicle, New Terminal Hotel, and a room he left purposely covered in blood. So they thought it was a real crime scene and it was just fake. Oh. Interesting. Okay. So I guess that's the only reason why people thought this was real. But like, I don't know, that kind of just makes me want (laughs) to watch the movie now. Because it doesn't sound too bad. It sounds weird. So the description of this movie. After the violent death of his girlfriend, Hollywood screenwriter Don Malik holes up in a seedy hotel and scripts a diabolical plan for revenge that he will carry out with his own two hands. Interesting. The next film is quite literally called Snuff. Ah. Uh, married director couple Michael and Roberta Finley worked at a time when independence films were much harder to make than they are today. The Finleys thus used comparatively cheap effects of sex and gore to direct roughies like slaughter 1971 which would be re-edited into snuff 1975 and mistaken as such the low budget movie distributor was aware that slaughter's charles manson inspired premise would entice viewers but wanted to push the realism of its on-screen violence to the edge slaughter revolved around a cult leader named satan's there's a little there's a little mark over the a so i don't know saw satan's Satan? Satan? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say Satan. Who curated a a harem of female followers to sleep with him and murder on command. Inspired by the 1969 Sharon Tate murders, one of the victims in the film was portrayed by a pregnant woman. Curiously, the Manson case had birthed the term snuff itself and would now come full circle. Oh! What the fuck is that? There's an image of this guy with, like, human organs in his hand. That's kind of cool. It's obviously fake. Um, That's pretty obviously fake. Yeah. Although, I guess if this is, what, 1975, you said? Yeah. Maybe. Oh, okay. So, this is why. Um, at the end of the movie, there is a behind-the-scenes footage that continue to play depicting the disturbing murder of a female crew member on set. 
Held down by multiple crew members, the actress appeared to be gutted with crew members playing around with her intestines. As the coup de grace, uh, the scene ends with two crew members frantically inquiring if they got the bloody scene on film as they are running out of celluloid. Without warning, the film ends. So I guess they thought like the ending of the movie was real. Uh, uh, only after tracking down the actress who appeared to have her guts removed was snuff identified as a hoax but it sounds like an interesting movie i'd watch it yeah and finally ghost watch i have heard about this okay so essentially for reference faith just i just lost it jumped out of the chair this is one of the most interesting things i ever find so have you seen it uh no but i want to okay uh in 1992 basically uh, BBC aired something called Ghost Watch, um, in which have you ever seen like those ghost shows where they yeah. like go places and try to find ghosts? It's kind of like I that. To... You made Sorry. me yawn. Um, but anyways, I I used to watch them with my brother, and then I got scared. So people thought they were watching a live news like special report. Oh wow! About like this family who was being haunted, and like a bunch of scary stuff happened, and it seemed like a real haunted house. At the end, like one of the family member dies. And like, okay, yeah, um, it was presented so well that people thought it was real, and they were like calling in, like, like about this and that, and like, it was, it was, it was scary to people who thought it was real. Mm-hmm. It was not real, but they didn't say that because they like, they were they were pushing it off as it was like a news special report, and there have been many cases of this where like people try to use the news to like make entertainment and it just not mm-hmm. does not go well because somebody out there is going to believe that it's real yeah um you get like a war of the worlds kind of thing that's exactly what i was thinking about yeah it um even though allegedly the reports are exaggerated but still yeah but they they thought it was real um and there was like like kids were watching because like Cause kids it's the bbc yeah kids were watching and they said like multiple kids had like severe um mental problems after that like ptsd stuff like that um there was one there was a disabled kid uh who watched it with his family uh and could not stop talking about it um and he thought like the ghost from the the film was haunting his house and then uh unfortunately he ended his life after the film because of the film and he wrote a note to his mom that was like, uh, it, I, I can't like stay here after I've seen this. And then he was like, um, but if ghosts are real, I'll come back and be with you. That's so depressing. Yeah. So like the, the film itself. Oh, here it is. Exactly. Uh, he left behind a suicide note that read, please don't worry. If there are ghosts, I will be a ghost and I will be with you always as a ghost. Um, and when they said that the first time he saw it, he seemed hypnotized by the film. So I, I want to watch it because it's an interesting idea. Um, I don't think it was like their their intention to like harm no. people like that. And it's just really unf- unfortunate that that was the result. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's that one. There's Ghostwatch. Um, is that Jeff Goldblum? That sure is Jeff Goldblum. On to the next article. Ten horror movies where characters ignored. All the red flags. You mean every horror movie ever? <laughs> Number one, Gremlins. Have you ever seen Gremlins? No. Okay. So this guy, (laughs) look at how cute that little creature on the screen is. Does it Um, eat people? So they're really cute. And like basically this kid brings brings one home. 
and the guy who he gets it from is like don't do these very specific things like don't let it eat after midnight don't let it do this don't let it do that he lets it do everything that they listed and then they they turn into monsters and wreak havoc on like the city oh so like i don't know if you got this mysterious creature and somebody was like don't let this 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 and this happen and he just immediately lets it happen yeah or like i think he like falls asleep in something and and they get into stuff but like at that point you're the idiot like i'm so sorry you're dumb Jurassic Park. Oh, this is an interesting one because do you think Jurassic Park is a horror movie? Um, I think it's a thriller, which I mean is horror movie adjacent, if not horror movie related. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't classify it as a horror movie. Apparently the book is a lot scarier. Um the movie. From whatever. But like it says the entire half of the film is essentially um one big red flag as many of the main characters voice their concern about what john is trying to do you know we don't have dinosaurs on earth anymore for a reason so like there's like hot take huh let john hammond cook if the dinosaurs didn't get out and kill a bunch of people i'd say sure but because they do in every single jurassic park or jurassic world movie nah Ooh, interesting. Us. Have you seen Us? No. Okay. So Jordan Peele is like obviously known for making psychological horror movies at this point. Yeah. And Us was one of them. And basically, it's about a family who find a group of doppelgangers like that look like them that attack them and try to take their place. Um, it. The biggest red flag is that the main character knew doppelgangers existed and just never did anything about it. Oh. Just ignored it. it was like, this is not going to be a problem. And then... And then it was a very much a problem. Yeah. The Shining. Have you seen The Shining? You can say no. No, but I've seen Doctor Sleep, which made Doctor Sleep a very confusing watch. Yeah. The Shining is a good movie. I will admit the beginning is very slow, but once it starts getting into it, it's it's crazy, man. Do we have to watch The Shining at some point? Probably. It's it's good. But like, it's very obvious as stuff is happening that the hotel that they're in in The Shining is a bad place and that the main woman's husband, uh, Jack, here's Johnny. Um, <laughs> he... Doesn't he like go insane? Yeah. And it's very obvious through the film that he's going who's insane. Main, isn't Who's the main character in The Shining again? Jack Torrance. He's played by uh, Jack Nicholson. That's right. I was wondering about the actor. Yeah. But it's very obvious that like things are happening and like the his wife just doesn't like attempt to, to like do anything. Yeah. She's just like, oh, this is really not good. Let's hope this goes away. Mm, I see. And then she and her son almost die. Yeah. And then from what I learned, Dr. Sleep is about like the son. Like all grown up. Mm-hmm. Ooh, interesting. And you know why I watched it. You and McGregor. Duh. I want to watch it now that I've seen The Shining. Um, the next one is Jaws, and while I've never seen Jaws, obviously we all know it's about shark. Um, side note, I despise Jaws. Why? I think, and I don't despise. Despise is a strong word. I think Jaws is overrated. I just don't like it. I've never seen it, and I probably won't watch it because. Of multiple reasons. A, I don't like sharks. I used to love sharks as a child, and I read about them so much that I ended up scaring myself into hating sharks. Okay. Um, 
and B, like it, it just doesn't seem like a movie I'd like. Like sharks killing people. No, thank you. I've watched Soul Surfer. <laughs> that was scary enough. <laughs> I've watched Soul Surfer, and she survived. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. Sorry, that, that, that movie was, was scary to me as a kid. Soul Surfer. Oh my mm-hmm. god. Anyways, um. <laughs> Under Jaws, it says, Mayor Larry Vaughn has had multiple opportunities to close the beaches, but refuses to do so out of greed. Yeah. There's a giant shark, like a shark bigger than any shark that anyone had ever seen before. Sorry, I keep touching your foot. I didn't even notice. If there is a giant shark bigger than any shark you've ever seen before, close the beaches. Like when I went to Myrtle Beach, like uh, when I was little, I went to Myrtle Beach for vacation. I got stung by a jellyfish because they were like... uh, Jellyfishes, jellyfy, <laughs> jellyfishes, jellyfishies. Uh huh. There were jellyfishes all over the beach, and they had to ac- actually shut down the beach because oh, wow. there were so many jellyfish. Like that one time when we got into the water in <laughs> over the summer. Worse. And there were jellyfish. All it over was the place. everywhere. It was oh, so my bad. God. Um, that's they shut down the beach. So like, don't be an idiot. Like, <laughs> uh, Halloween. I have not seen. Haven't seen Halloween. So this is not gonna make sense. Friday the 13th, haven't seen, so this is not going to make sense. Blair Witch Project. Um, The characters in the film decide to venture out into the woods even after hearing story after story about the witch from the townspeople. Literally. Yeah, they and they show it for like 30 minutes. Yeah. I don't know. And then there's, like, they lose their map and then they continue. They do a bunch of things they definitely shouldn't yeah. have done. But, like, whatever. Um, Cabin in the Woods. Were you there when Hemsworth? we watched this? Yes, it is. Um, so I was not there for context. The cabin in the woods is like a, it's pretty meta, which it says right there. It's meta. Um, it's basically a, um, a horror movie about horror movies. Like it has all the horror movie tropes. Like there's like the jock, the scholar, uh, I guess like the pretty girl, the stoner or the fool. And then like the, the virgin who survives everything, the final girl, you know? Um, and it kind of plays on those horror tropes to, like, make it kind of funny. Okay. Um, uh, but, like, and the characters ignore all the red flags that come, like, um, they see weird things in the basement and they find a weird diary with Latin in it. They just ignore it. But that's, like, part of the film. Oh, I try to read it. Well, no, that's par- that's part of the film. Part of the film is that they're purposefully ignoring red flags and that's why it's... Yeah. Like a commentary on the horror genre. So that's not really like, like you couldn't have the movie without having them ignore the red flags. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. So like, note, is this screen rant? It sure was. I'm a big screen rant reader. I'm a big fan. Okay, here we go. A necessary behavior article called Red Flags of Famous Horror Movie Antagonist to watch out for in your partner. <laughs> I just thought this was a little, a little silly goofy, a little you know, silly goofy. Cause I feel like we started this episode very very dark very dark so let's lighten it up a bit <laughs> so you got to the compliment sandwich you know you gotta do something nice michael myers um here is what you should look out for specifically with michael myers and if you see michael myers and your partner he's silent stoic and doesn't mind the blood on his jumpsuit if your partner is obsessed with someone who is not you lacks basic communication skills disappears for hours on end and only wears the same outfit then it's probably time to ditch them <laughs> i feel like that's fair real based uh freddy krueger so if the butter knives on his fingers aren't enough of a red flag his infatuation with children seals the deal 
Yeah. Not to mention he's not the most fashion forward and clearly needs a trip to the dentist. The next one is about uh, Jason from uh, Friday the 13th. Um, um, if your partner is a creep with no respect for privacy and has an unhealthy codependent relationship with their mother, leave them. Uh-huh. Um, and the final one is Billy Loomis from Scream. After lying to his girlfriend, pressuring her to have sex with him and killing her mother, it's evident that this boy has no shame. Don't let yourself be fooled by a pretty face. So if they don't understand, no is no. Lie about their whereabouts and, however unlikely, murdered your mother. It's time to ask, are they worth it? No. No. Nah. Um, so. You're having fun with this, aren't you? uh, Just a little bit. Yeah. Um. This is funny. I like it. So, finally, the final article I have um, is called, If He Loves Any of These Movies, It's a Serious Red Flag. American Psycho. (laughs) Anyone who thinks of Christian Bale's Patrick Bateman as a hero role role model needs serious therapy. It's one thing to appreciate the storytelling or the fan theories about whether the murders were all in his head, but it's another to have this guy on a pedestal. Who can look at Bale's gleefully crazy face and think, yeah, that's who I want to be? If he loves American Psycho, he's probably a middle management bro who shouldn't be trusted around power tools. Yeah. Nah, I, I prefer Christian Bale's Batman. That's just me. Um, Human Centipede. Of all the classic horror movies he could have chosen, he went with this one as his favorite? Big yikes. There's something epically shady about a guy who prefers uncomfortable, nightmare-inducing body horror. I agree. Yeah. Um. If he says Human Centipede is the best horror movie, get out of there while you still have all your working organs. Okay. Wait, okay. Pause. Hang on. Pause, pause, Joker pause. 2019. Uh-oh. His favorite movie is Joker? Guys who identify with Joaquin Phoenix's Arthur Fleck should be avoided at all costs. They're the red pill guys who feel like white men are the most depressed group in America right now. Uh, if that isn't a red flag, I don't know what is. If he feels a kinship with Arthur Fleck and Joker, he'll never see you as an equal. And you'll probably have to bail him out of jail at least once. You know, I will say. I will say if if if, if I you, do like it. I've never seen it. Um, I, I want to. I do really like it. It's Do you do you? Uh, I don't identify with Arthur Fleck. Then yeah, then However, you're fine. Then you're fine. I think it's very interesting. I think it's crazy. I love this. Anything Quentin Tarantino. Anything Quentin Tarantino. Because I have so many opinions on this. Oh, I know you do. Here, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Thank you, Dom, for giving I, me my soapbox. I put, I put your soapbox down. Um, you can get on it, girl. Is anyone else Pause. sick of people talking about Quentin Tarantino? Yes. Some guys think that he's the end-all, be-all of filmmaking, ignoring the fact that most of his movies are just fetish films with some action thrown in. Sure, Pulp Fiction is a classic, but believing that his movies are perfect is a surefire way to dry many women right up. If he only ever watches Quentin Tarantino movies, you'll need to be okay with him spending hours on one-sided pop culture rants like the characters in his favorite films. Um, Is Inglorious Bastards Quentin Tarantino? Sure is. It sure is. That's a shame. I will say Pulp Fiction is, is a classic. It's a, it's really good. I've seen it for the first time now. I love it. I, I also do kind of like Inglorious Bastards. I will say um, Pulp Fiction has its moments of dis- disturbing didn't Quentin the Tar- basement. Didn't he write himself into the movie just to say the N-word? Yep. Yeah. Quentin Tar- Tarantino, that's a, that's a common thing he does, which is uh, write himself into movies so he can say the N-word or so that somebody can say the N-word. 
or so that someone can put their foot in his mouth and pour champagne yep. down their leg yep. into his mouth. I, yep. I don't know what movie that's from, but uh, it was one of his first ones. Not Kill Bill. I know what you're talking about, though, and it's 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 odd. It's odd. And on that odd note, with the scariest thing I think we talked about being Quentin Tarantino. I think he's a red flag. Red flag. Um, so thank you guys for tuning in. This was our fourth finals week episode um, of five. We're almost at the end here, guys. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. And uh, be sure to look out for all the red flags out there. And if you're dating Patrick Bateman, please run. <laughs>